Welcome to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. This is your host, Big Jason. I'm discussing all things email marketing and answering your questions based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork. Hey everybody, Big Jason, what's up? The seventh episode of the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show here in lovely Las Vegas. As you can see, see that awesome picture every day. So what is up? We are talking about long versus short email copy. Which is better and why? I'm going to have a little coffee here while I talk to you. Uh, really late night, working on some huge projects right now. All right. So throughout the show, if you're here live, hopefully you are, uh, feel free to ask as many questions as you like. All right, so short versus long copy. I hear it all the time. Emails need to be short. People don't have an attention span. The reality is for people like that, their emails suck. They, they can't write an engaging, well-written email. So, yeah, people are not scrolling because their emails are no good. So in their case, yeah, short emails work better. But the, technically, it's because they suck at writing long emails. And I've got a case study to back that up. So... I was doing a big launch, and uh, an affiliate comes to me on Skype and says, "Be Jason, what is up with all these long swipes? My list doesn't like long emails. And so obviously he wasn't writing his own, which is fine. That's another misnomer is that you should never use affiliate swipes. Not true. You should never use crappy affiliate swipes, but sometimes – if a product owner has invested in a quality affiliate manager or a copywriter to write the swipes that affiliates need to make the most amount of money, sometimes they're really good and sometimes they're even better than what you can come up with because they know the product more intimately. They know the market, they know the hooks, the angles, the value propositions better than you. And sometimes it's just faster than you. So depending on your workload, it's just easier if they're good swipes. Okay. But yes, we do all know the lazy people and the swipes are not really targeted to their list because the product, there's some overlap on the different niches that it's, you know, useful for. So yeah, there are those times when it's not a good thing. All right. So there's this affiliate. Doesn't like the long swipes. So I know him. So I go, are you sure your list doesn't like long emails or is it that you suck at writing long emails? And he goes, well, and I was like, yeah, so how about you test it? And he's like, all right, I'll test it. That's, that's true. So I test it and he does five times the amount of sales. And I'm not just going to, let you assume that that's true, accurate story. Why don't I just show you? Five, four, three, two, one. And there you have it. So don't assume. Assume. Remember, when you assume, you make an ass out of yourself. Don't assume that your list only likes short copy. And funny enough, the same launch, top 10, entire top 10, I think it was the top 11, made six figures in commissions nearly 10 million in sales for the entire launch. And 
the main pattern that I saw was the top six or seven were, were using my swipe, just customizing it, you know, l little bits and pieces custom to their language, to their list. And the bottom three or so were doing really short, somewhat blind. They're being trying to be clever, wasn't converting as well. Uh, it's called consistency. So you've got your landing page, which affects sometimes short or long. It's kind of like personal training. So you've got this personal trainer. He's ripped, um, and he's got all his clients, and he's putting them all through three sets, 12 reps. Every single client, <laughs> they're with them for three years. They're still doing the same thing. Are they getting results? Well, yeah, because they're getting their ass off the couch. So they could be doing anything. They could be walking around to get the mail and they would see results. So it's not that it doesn't work, it's the, does it work best, okay? That's the key, does it work best? So same thing. It's not that short emails work the best, it's that short emails do work, especially with the size of your list. If you've not been mailing your list, what type of offer? Uh, is the landing page, does it have a good sales letter? If you're doing affiliate promo, maybe the guy sucks at selling his product, but you've seen it, it's really good, so you're gonna sell it. They say to never sell an email, sell the click, not true. Not true at all. I'm sure you've all heard that people buy products from a sales letter based on one bullet, same thing. Emails a lot of times can be just one bullet. Let me see if there's any questions. All right, good to see David here. So I recently reviewed my most responsive email of 2013. It was only 34 words. So what is it? I'm all on the short email bandwagon? No. It was the fifth email in a promo. So when you're doing a series of emails, it's good to switch it up sometimes. Maybe when you're introing the product, you're going to tell a little bit of the story introduce them, talk about the pain, then the solution, then the call to action, and then if they've already seen it, then maybe you're going to focus on, you know, the one bullet email, the really short, like the 34 words, like an if-then statement, and a clear call to action with a powerful value proposition based on the landing page. So back to the story of the bottom affiliates not doing as well as the top affiliates, and it just so happened that all the bottom affiliates were trying to be short emails, clever, but they weren't really consistent with the landing page. So the landing page had a, a general hook, a value proposition for the most amount of people. Might not be the best, but that's what it was. So these guys doing really short, blind, clever, persuasive emails were basically selling the click. The, the click got to the landing page, but they weren't really sold on the product because it totally didn't match their expectations. It wasn't consistent. So that plays a part in short versus long emails as well. So the moral of the story, you need to test. You shouldn't be writing only short emails. You shouldn't be writing only long emails. You should never be writing boring emails. That's the key. Never too long, sometimes can be too boring. So don't be boring, 
and write short versus long based on the situation. Kind of like a good, an actual personal trainer who doesn't give the same workout to every single person. He adapts based on the situation, based on the needs of the individual, and in your case, the needs of an individual email. So any questions about what I've covered today? And if you'd like to actually see the template of the 34-word email that got over 166,000 unique opens and over 79,555 unique clicks and nearly $10,000 in revenue, you can check out my course. I include a bunch of templates. Um, you know what I forgot? I forgot to talk about the actual swipe that was used that was really long but got five times more sales. Let me, I'm just gonna read a little bit of it. It's a very emotional story that I told in the swipe. Okay, so I'm talking about a free video course and talking about meeting real customers virtually every walk of life. So this is basically a business opportunity, not like an MLM or the one push button, you know, make a million dollars, but it's general, it's a business opportunity, how to be a marketer for local businesses. So that's why it's trying to appeal to um, a broad audience. So you meet real customers from virtually every walk of life who started from literally zero and have built their own businesses in little as few few weeks to a year, okay? So I'm addressing the cost right there. When I say in as little as a few weeks to a year. So I'm trying to be realistic, but I'm also trying to relieve some anxiety, uh, some the costs checking out this opportunity by saying that in as little as few weeks, virtually every walk of life. No, not me, I can't do this. No, virtually every walk of life. They come from practically every walk of life and from over 40 different countries. You'll meet Rachel as she talks about how she and her husband bathed their three young children in cold water because they couldn't afford $150 to repair their hot water heater. Now that's emotional. And the radical transformation they experienced after signing up their first local marketing client. You'll meet a woman with no prior video marketing experience in less than 30 days helped a restaurant owner double his monthly revenue that literally saved his business with a simple video campaign. So that's not an email that a biz op email marketer would send. They would be very short, blind, no specifics, just, oh, it's the most amazing thing overnight. But here I'm telling some real world examples, some stories, some emotion involved, and the marketer that thought his list only loved short emails sent out word for word my long ass swipe and did five times more sales. So there you have it. How many call to action links and where is optimal place to put them? Start, middle, and I'll, yeah, I, I laugh my ass off when I see supposed uh, marketers who test and then they say, oh, you need to have three links in your email. That's not testing, that's BS. 
Um, you don't need three uh, links in your emails. If you're testing, you'd actually know which links are driving a lot of clicks but hardly any sales and which links are driving the most qualified sales and making you the most money. So all my tests, all my tracking, because a lot of people don't track. They don't know how much money individual emails make, and they don't know how much money each link makes. I track that all, especially with my big clients with lists in the hundreds of thousands and millions. They know exactly what part of the email is driving the most amount of money and which are just driving blind clicks that don't even know what they're getting into. Curiosity, looky-loos. So I do not advise doing three links. Not that you can't, but as a general rule, like, you know, always send short emails. No, you don't want to do three links. So where's the optimal place? Once again, it depends. But I would say when they've heard enough, okay, so how much is enough? I don't know. It depends on the offer. Um, some emails, if you have a relationship with your list, you can start conversational, find out how they're doing. By the way, uh, there's this great re uh, resource I checked out lately. Um, when I started this, I was extremely skeptical because I've tried other uh, products and failed miserably. I did everything step by step and made zero money. What surprised me about this product was how easy it was to blah, blah, blah. If you'd like to find out how you could be making over $500 a day in less than 30 days with little to no work, just kidding, being hypey, uh, click the following link. So it also depends on what they saw before. Have they seen the same promo? If you're going to use the ADA formula, which a lot of people mistakenly only use the A in the subject line. Attention. Everyone's screaming for attention. So what's going to separate you is you're trying to grab their attention and convert that into interests by using specificity or relevance in the subject line. So you're getting a more qualified click. You're potentially grabbing more people that the offer's actually attracted to or targeted to, I should say. And you're going to have a smooth transition from the subject line to the body copy. And then you're going to have this buildup. So you've already got their attention. You, got, you already got their interest. You're going to reiterate that value proposition. The subject line is basically why out of all those emails in the box, why should they open this one versus yours? So you're going to reiterate what got their attention and their interests. You're going to elicit their desire, and then you're going to have this call to action. And then there's the pain uh, and solution versions if you want. So, again, you really got to fill it out. You got to test. And it's not saying you only have to have one call to action. You could have several buildups. You could basically be targeting a couple different personality types in your email. So the person that is just immediately going, yeah, I want that, give it to me. Another is that they're going to need a little more detail. They're going to need a little bit more tipping of value versus cost in the email. The cost is 
mental cost of clicking that link and seeing another BS offer. So you got to tip this. Some people need more tipping of the scales, value versus costs than others. But again, if you're tracking and testing, you'll know that uh, blindly putting that link at the very top just because someone said you should uh, is going to drive the curiosity looky-loose and not get you a lot of sales. All right, I just pushed a little ad for breakthrough email response strategies based on over 18 years of proven results, not guesswork, at emailresponsewarrior.com. If you want to check it out, it's my uh, info product on increasing the response to any email you send. It doesn't matter who you follow or the system you use. Um, it's guaranteed to increase the response of any email. So check it out. And if you have any questions right now, feel free to fire away. All right. Not a lot of questions today. That's all right. So next Thursday, 3 p.m., I had to go an hour later at 4 today because I had my monthly coaching call that I do for um, advanced students of Email Response Warrior. If you're interested in that, you can contact me at bigjason at bigmarketing.com or you can Skype me at Big Marketing, one word, or hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you can like my fan page at facebook.com forward slash big emails, and you can visit my blog at breakthroughemailmarketing.com. You can sign up to my blog, subscribe to the podcast, hit me up on Facebook as a friend, Google Plus Circles, all that good stuff. So next Thursday... 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll be back, and I'll be answering your questions if you have them, and uh, I'll talk to you then. Thanks, guys. This is Big Jason. Thank you so much for listening to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. For more free information based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork, go to BreakthroughEmailMarketing.com. I'll see you next time.